Join the BU movement. Go to BUMVMT.com to get your membership today. Are you ready to be you? Let's go. What is up, BU Movement community? Welcome. <laughs> My name is Brooke Emery, your host and the founder of BU Movement. I'm here as one of you on a mission to learn, grow, and become the best version of ourselves. On our podcast, BU Movement, I feature top wellness professionals from around the globe who guide us on this path to personal growth and amazing fulfillment. Each episode, we focus on different aspects of wellness, and today we are focusing on the spiritual realm of wellness like never before, and I am super excited to have our first tandem podcast with the lovely Patrick and Oceana. Patrick is the founder of Celebrate Life, guiding transformative wilderness experiences, and Oceana is a facilitator with a wealth of wisdom in island culture, including practices like Lomi Lomi Hawaiian bodywork. Welcome! Thank you, Brooke. So good to be here. Wow. I am so excited to have you. I'm so honored. And this is our first like I said, tandem podcast. And along with that, our first podcast solely focusing on the spiritual aspects of wellness. And I know it's all combined with the five aspects. So I'm super grateful. And you two are the best to do it. <laughs> I so, have a, something to start out with that is so please, ready for this. Please. Okay, let's talk about spiritual. How do you know? Are you spiritual? Here's a question. Are you breathing? <laughs> I'm breathing. You're spiritual. <laughs> That's what it takes. It's all about the breath. So, dear friends, if we're talking about spiritual wellness, you're already there. You're in the breath, and we're here to play with you and um, share some practices. So, there, we're all in one big family. Yeah. <laughs> one big family. We're all together. And that's why we call ourselves the BU movement. We're, we're a community. And thank you so much. That was a great introduction. And I want to tap into that a little bit more. How would you describe spiritual wellness? You know, I, I, we've often been asked that same question, and uh, we, as you do as well, we practice a holistic view of wellness, and spirituality is our first step into that. that we, or we step into the East, the rising sun, the realm of spirituality and creativity. So how do we really start to look at how we are connected Spirituality to me is the spirit is the force of life. It's not religion. It's not a religious practice. It's not some kind of dogma, but it's a way you walk in the world, the way you are um, acknowledging that you are all one, all one family, all one source of energy. That is the spirit, the spiritus, that you are the spirit part of that. It's like it's like school spirit or team spirit. It's that force that is pushing you forward in your life force. So that's what spirituality is to me. Totally. totally. And the inspiration is to inspire, to breathe in. The aspiration, the inspiration, the exhale, the inhale. This is what is the fuel to get us going. And then you're enthusiastic, right? So you're in the spirit, in, in theos. And 
everyone has something that they're enthusiastic about, right? When you're in that excitement, you're creating, yes. you're in, you're in the bliss. That's the place. Yeah. So it's, so to dial it in, it's, it's this light inside of you that is your whole self that you get excited about and you're enthusiastic about is it's that internal glow that shines light amongst the world. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing that, you're acknowledging the light of everyone else and the tall ones, the winged ones, the crawlers, they all have that light. So mm -hmm. acknowledging that we're part of that. Yeah. And it's the center of it all. It's the center of you. And if, you know, if you don't have that light shining and you don't have that within you, you're, you're holding a part of yourself back that just needs to be free. Exactly. You know what? And I want to come back to the breath. Um, I had a time in my life where I was in a depression and my mom was depressed and everything. And what we discovered later is we were very shallow breathers. We hold our breath a lot. And that breath, is your spirit power. So I just want to encourage everyone, if you're feeling, you know, not excited about anything, you know, do some deep breathing, do some movement, dance, get your breath mm. moving, right? And that's that's where inspiration lies, right in that, that circulation of life, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know you start your day with that every morning with something super cool. And I don't want to spoil it because I want you to explain it. So can you explain how you start your day every day? <laughs> you know, we, we actually went down to the beach to do a, a mindful movement practice that we do. But it was too cold. It was so freaking windy. <laughs> it was windy and cold. And I'm going, okay, let's go to our backyard. So we went to our backyard. And we and we and it's beautiful there. We have these gladiolas that are seven feet tall. I've never seen gladiolas so tall. Anyway, wow! It's just a beautiful garden going off, and the colors and all the life forms. There's sort of the location to do our mindful movement practice was perfect, and and that's exactly how we start our days. That we start with a movement that invites us to look at the east, start in the east, and we. See what is it that we want to create today? What is our what can we put our attention on as we look at our intentions? So what's our intentions for the day? What do we want to create? And then to that movement, we go to the south. And the south is the, the land of full sun, lots of action. But what is the action step I can do to assist us to manifest what my intention is? And then we'll move to the the west and the west is going inward. It's the setting sun. So we often will look at, well, is my intention, my action step, is it an alignment with my passion, with my heart? If it is, I'll do more towards it. If you love something or you are passionate about it, you're going to do whatever it takes to get it done. And then we'll, we'll turn to the, the north. The north is the realm of the elder, the wisdom keeper, our thoughts. So we often will invite us to align our thoughts through our words and actions throughout the day are in support of what we want to create. And then in our practice, we're also touching the three above, below, and within. So it's called Shalagi. It's a, a traditional dance meditation from the Cherokee Nation. And uh, our, as we're moving to the movements that they, we do, 
your foot impressions leave little marks on the sand or in the ground and we elaborate on them. So our day is, is created using a more another tradition, which is from the Lakota nation, and that's the beauty way. So we elaborate our foot impressions to these mandalas on the beach or in the park, or it just become a way of inviting the creativity within us to start out the day. Yeah, in fact, some of these, I was gonna see if we can- well, I don't know. Real, real quick. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys aren't watching live or if you're not a member, you have to become a member so you could see these amazing pieces of artwork behind them. So beautiful. This one right here is what the, uh, what are the foot impressions would end up looking like? Awesome. So it happens as you dance, you become the center of the medicine wheel. So picture standing and then you step to the left, you step to the right, you step forward and back. So now you have the four directions in your wheel of life. And you get very, um, I would say, invigorated or fueled up by standing at the center and finding your heart again. And then we go above and below. So it looks like a round circle with the four directions. And we leave all kinds of designs on the beach. I'm sure people are wondering what is happening with these people. <laughs> They're little, little crop circle people learning. <laughs> We're, we do it every morning and um, yeah, like Pat says, embellish it. And they're beautiful. They're, they're land art, you know, or heart circles also called. Yeah, it's a great way to, if, to um, center. If you're not a person that easily sits down and meditates, this involves your whole body. So you really, you really get to focus where you are and what is important. And guess what? It makes you breathe deeper. You get a little mm. exercise in there. So now you're clarifying your day. It's a great way to start, yeah. yeah. So we, it's, uh, what we normally do with smaller groups, we'll each do our own little circles and then we'll go around to each one of them and, and uh, ask what the mandala may mean to them. What, why did you choose the form? What's your intention around it? So we can also support each other's intentions. And then if we do it with a large group, say like, 10 or more 20, 30 people, we'll create one huge mandala and we'll invite them to go out and find something in nature that they can bring back and embellish our community, common unity circle where we're all in common unity together. Awesome. So explain or say one more time what the movement is called. Chalagi. Chalagi. Yeah, it's, it's uh, spelled T-S-A-L-A-G-I, yeah. Okay, and then with that, with that mindful movement that they do, you create a mandala. And for those of us who don't know what a mandala is, what is a mandala, that piece of artwork? That's what it is. It's a piece of artwork that's it's a mindfulness practice that you are placing or creating something in either a circle form or... Uh, there's a lot of different forms, but most of them are a circle form in which um, you are placing either sand crystals, different color sands like the Tibetan monks do, or uh, like we do, we go out and we get seaweed or shells or rocks in the beach or anything that besides just our feet in the forms mm -hmm. will embellish it with almost anything and everything. So it, it's a way of 
put it in a physical form what your intentions are. That's what I believe a mandala is. Yeah, and mandalas over the years through the many practices is a centering aspect, which is what I was describing earlier. You're standing at the center of your field, your round field that you have created, and you can really catch, well, this, I don't need this, or Ooh, this is important today. You know, you can really start to design your activity for the day or you know I often go out with a list of 25 things <laughs> after I dance I'm like I got to do these three things and that's so important today and it's helpful right so it calms down the nervous system of all the I have to gives you the breath the inspiration and then gives you some really solid points to go about your day and it's for me, that's definitely a, a wellness because now my nervous system is calm. I get it. I know what I need to do. And it's doable, right? And it's beautiful. So that's why I use it. Yeah. And then one that's of the parts of the dance too, it's not just the mandala, but it's as you're reaching out, your hand becomes a scanner. So I'm connecting with everything out there that I'm mm. reaching out towards. And every peace and then I bring all that I acknowledge out there and bring it into me from above down through my chakras down to mother earth and then back up again from mother earth to father sky and out so those movements become a moving mandala you are creating that form that is so beautiful. Yeah, if you if you aren't watching this podcast live or coming on demand, you need to because it gives me such a visual and they're so beautiful together over there. I just want to jump through the screen and hug you. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Please, this is Auntie Osh. I mean, uh, Auntie Osh, Uncle Pat. Yeah, exactly. So with that, I know we spoke about earlier that you set an intention before, during, and after that spiritual movement. How does setting your intention really get you set up for the day? I think it's uh, Oshi just um, sort of tapped into it when she said that she wakes up and there's a thousand things on her list to do. And so narrowing that down to the three so you're putting attention on your intentions, what you want to create. And the, the mindful movement practice is there's four rounds. So you can actually focus on three or four of them and then just really putting your attention on them. Or you can actually create the one and then what are the four steps that you'd be doing to, to, to manifest that one. So I think it, it really helps us to to really set our tone for the day. Yeah, we're in creative mode, we're dancing together, so, or sometimes at different locations. She may be doing her yoga, she's a yoga meister. <laughs> so, sometimes she would go to do the yoga and I, I need to move more. So I, I may ride my bike to the river mouth and dance down there or to the marina or, so it's not always straight in front of us, we do it all over. You know, I want to add to that, you know, why the intention. So, you know, on projects, you generally make an outline, right? You have your basic things and here's your steps and here's your steps. So 
I've done that for many years, you know, in a classroom or environment or inside. This is like making the outline, using your body, being outside in nature and receiving all the good juice that nature's, you know, giving you. We're dancing in front of the waves. That's incredible manna, you know, to breathe in. We're seeing, we're seeing the sky, our feet are in the soil. So again, it's, puts the many things into a few categories so you can more, uh, I would say, successfully accomplish your day, your project, mm -hmm. your due for the day. Really helpful. Yeah. I want to tap into nature a little bit more as well, because that has such a spiritual component to it. How, what is your relationship like with nature and how did you find it? your when you tap into nature that it changes your day or your life um, mm. you know, on a daily basis i want to i want to start with the fact that i grew up in la close to the la airport and uh as a little girl i was always walking around like this like my nervous system was pretty frappy right and uh one day a couple of friends said let's let's go somewhere. Let's hitchhike. Let's, let's, let's get out of here. Let's do something else. I ended up in Santa Barbara and came upon a group of people who were living in community. I went back home, packed my bags and moved to community. We lived on the land. We gardened. We were one of the first uh, groups to do organic food. And I felt my whole system just calm down. I was, wow. I was picking food for my dinner you know, I was cooking for people. We were, we were meditating, but we were, no matter where we were, we were on, in nature, on the land, and we were taking care of trees, and we were bringing our water from the creek, and, you know, we really went back to a, um, a tribal experience to see the why. Why about that? And I'm telling you that nature really saved my, uh, my health and well-being that's why i i go there how about you <laughs> almost exactly the same I, um uh i had a, a construction company for a long time same same thing i was sort of around i had to get things done i was actually motivated every day building stuff and getting getting groups going and my uh, restless time was going surfing or mm -hmm. getting on a kayak or going on a hike or petting my mm -hmm. dog or mm -hmm. just getting in the backyard and watching the 12 ants going by each other and each of them going, hey, what's up? <laughs> 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 but just connecting. And then I went to, I, I became an MFT, but during that time, I started to look at nature as a therapeutic process in which I can take clients out. I didn't have to do the traditional clinical setting in the room, but take them outdoors, take them on a walk, take them nature bathing, where they just sit underneath the tree and get the pheromones from the tree, mm -hmm. you know, where you just are enlightened by all the life forms around you. And, the, and during that practice, I realized the relationship I had with nature was so intimate. Mm -hmm that when I walk by a plant or a flower, I really appreciate it. I'll bend down and say, oh, you're so beautiful. Thank you so much. You know, it's, I think a, a flower is just 
saying, yay, come on, acknowledge me. So I want to be that flower. I want I want them to acknowledge me as well. So mm. Nature has been a real beautiful tool. I do vision quests, team quests with corporate groups, with youth groups. We invite them to come unplug all that their life is around them, connect with each other, connect with themselves, and co-create a better world together. Mm, yeah. yeah, that is so beautiful. I I can relate to, it sounds, and when we spoke previously too, that all three of us and a lot of our fellow community members started this process because of burnout. And because we are at such a state of, like you said, you were shaking and your you know anxiety was so high and we need to find ways in order for our nervous system to calm so everything can just release and we can function and you know we're just living our best lives and nature is just like you said a huge part of that you ground yourself you get energy you pull light from the green around us and the flowers and i i find that that is so healing i previously I lived in LA as well. And then I lived in the Big Apple in the center of New York City. And then I was just at this point where I was just like, I have nothing to give. I my uh -huh. my life force is out of me. My my light is not here. I need to be grounded. And I was, I was like, I need to go back to the ocean. I need to be in the sand. I need to be in nature. I need to be in the mountains, you know? So it's I totally can relate that it's just so healing. So for those of us who are also in big cities and who don't have the opportunity to jump into the ocean, how do you suggest that they really tap into nature no matter where they're located? Hmm. I want to speak again, uh, tailing on what you just said, you know, that burnout thing. Mm -hmm. We are electromagnetic fields that is that is two aspects of our being you know one is kinetic and output and one is breathing in the earth you know when we are able to go just going outside right letting the sky touch your brain letting your feet touch the the earth i mean just a walk if you're in a city go for a walk you know there's a tree somewhere you know but breathe look at the sky breathe it in nature herself itself is in a symbiotic relationship with everything it, everything is uh feeding everything else it's it's complementary we humans have set up a competitive situation and that's pretty draining you know like there's never enough i can't do enough I can't absolutely enough. take a breath and just stop I have a friend that has a little alarm and she sets, sets it up and it just, when the alarm goes off, it's just like, stop a minute and just, just be right here. Just be mm -hmm. right here. You know, and if you can get outside, step outside, definitely step off the screen. The screen is a very electric situation. So the mama earth has the magnetic that helps you out, you know, helps you to rebalance. I go out, if I feel really burnt out, I'll go lay out on my in my yard between my garden beds, between the flowers and just, you know, everything is so okay right there. It's amazing. You know, just chill, 15 minutes, you know, breathe in. How about you, Pat, what? 
What else? I'm going to give props to one of my uh, teachers, uh, Jack Miner from college. He he had a class. Part of the class was to go outside and just uh, observe nature, wherever it was. That's what I mentioned about the ants. See the ants crawl somewhere, or one flower, or the squirrels, or a bird that's flying over, and just acknowledge hmm. it for a moment. And uh, he had his journal. So I uh, know. Probably many of you are part of this podcast of Brook are, are journalers. So yes, maybe have a page or two that just is dedicated to your time in nature. What is it that you're observing? How is it affecting you? And what do you appreciate? Appreciation. Gratitude. Yeah. Hmm. Just just be grateful for the opportunity to be able to see that or hear mm -hmm. it or feel it. Yeah, that gratitude piece also, that's another one. Like, let's say you're in your office building and, you know, you've just kind of had enough, you know, and just close your eyes, take a breath and just be grateful for your own well-being, for that you can breathe the air. You know, you can hear the birds sing or you, all your faculties are working well and thank you. Take a breath of gratitude. That's a real filling up station right there. Yeah. Beautiful. I want to tap into more, uh, you know, for those of us who are just beginning our own spiritual journey, you mentioned journaling in nature, just journaling in general, which is beautiful. I, I got onto journaling when I started my spiritual journey and just having a blank piece of paper and just writing, flush uh -huh. out whatever's uh -huh. on your mind, craziness, just get it out. Yes. Yes. And you said, Whatever, just let it flow. Just move. Yeah. Yeah. And no one will look at it. It doesn't matter what it says. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you said 15 minutes, at least outside, just take a moment. You said, practice appreciation, practice gratitude. I wake up every morning practicing gratitude. We write down 10 things we're grateful for on a journal. I've been doing that for three years now, which is so beautiful. Yes. Is there any other practices that you can recommend? Gosh, that's a great one. Like right off, right as you wake up, you know, mm -hmm. to the gratitude piece. Um, dance. <laughs> dance. Perfect dance. Absolutely. Dance, y'all. Get the blood going. So our, our house is filled with house plants too. We have, that's our family. Plants inside. So plants oh inside. God. So if you can't plants get inside. Not, don't have them around, see if you can get a plant. Or two or three, we have. We have twenty-five, and it's just yeah, amazing. Family, and that little connection, just the watering and caring for them and nurturing them, the reflective process, and, and just modeling. How am I caring for my life as well? Not only my plants' life, but my life, and how am I nourishing that? Am I working the soil? Am I feeding? So. Absolutely. Any other practices you can recommend for those of us who are on this mission and cultivating spiritual growth? I think I want to know what else you do. I love the journal thing. I want to hear from you on that one. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So I dance as well. Grew up as a professional dancer and that's a huge part for me. Anything outside, like you said, going for walks. I love just literally laying 
in the grass, just laying there, just that or the sand. I'm a big open water swimmer. And when I go out, I am an athlete at heart. So yeah, I like to swim for miles and miles, but I make sure every time I go out that I just flip over and just let the water surround me or in the reservoir, wherever I am, just getting, whenever there's a body of water, I get in. I like reading a lot and I'm not a big reader when it comes to nonfiction or, you know, any, anything that's storytelling. I like personal growth books and that helps me a lot or listening to podcasts like the BU movement (laughs) (laughs) and really tapping into uh, everything that also we do offer everything you put in your body, you know, helps and whether it's, you know, supplements or hydration, like you said, breathing is huge. So listening to music is also big for me too. Grew up with- so, and let's add water, drink water, get in yes. water. You know, showers are one of the most holy things on the planet. Showers? <laughs> showers. Yeah. Yeah. Shower, right? You can wash off whatever, you know, you can hot, you can cold, you can appreciate, you know, if you want to get really meditative and go into a bathtub. This is little known amazing stuff. Go into your bathtub, let your ears go under the water and listen to your own breath. Cool. It changes everything. It's so amazing. That That's me. beautiful. So <laughs> go into the bath, go into the shower, get in water, drink water, be grateful for the water. That's a real, um, oh gosh, that's a real filler upper when things get a little depleted, you know, the water's, yeah. yeah. We're both meditators too. So we, we like to find a sit spot. Mine are outside. I like to find a sit spot. Just find a spot where I can just be present. And just unload, just go blank for a moment and see what may want to fill those blank spaces later on. But let everything kind of just release and let go. So beautiful. So I wanna I wanna finish with two takeaways. One is how has the spiritual journey transformed your life? And if you can leave any one of our community members, our beautiful community members with some words that you like to share on spiritual wellness. Mm. Well, I think I shared earlier that my my health and well-being was certainly supported by taking in more nature and getting off of the the fast wheel, you know, the the rat race kind of thing. And I know a lot of us, you know, when we have jobs in those situations, there's still a room for breaks. There's still a mm. room for balancing. So um, spiritual journey. The other thing for me is, um, I want to go a little vertical here. I just call it vertical reality. We live in a really um, horizontal kind of ping pong world, right? This, this fixes, this, this goes like this. When you get quiet, you will notice there's like a, our spine is upright, right? There's like a beam. And this is where eternal is. This is where 
perfection is. This is where that connection is always, always unshakable, unstoppable. It's, you can't change it. It's just if you'd like to visit it, it's a it's a beautiful gift. So that vertical reality for me it was meditation, or it can be as simple as sitting down and having a glass of water and washing through, you know. Um, anyway, it's helped my help. Both my mother and grandparents were were not well people, and I said, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna mm -hmm. move into a different situation. So it's helped me immensely stay well. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, I was just reflecting on how um, when we're on a vision quest or a team quest program, you know, or rites of passage, the ex, the extended time out gives each of the participants as well as myself and our team an opportunity to tap into our spiritual practices as well as theirs. So they, the participants begin to realize that there are uh, opportunities for all of us to tap into our higher power, whatever that may be, whatever your belief system is, we all have something that we know that gives us life, our life force. And uh, when we can do it through practices together in common unity, just magic happens. Mm. So I think that's how it's affected me more than anything else. The, the more I do it, the more I want to do it. Uh, <laughs> right, look at the magic. Yeah. Look for the magic, the unexplained synchronicities that are so mind blowing. It's like, how did that happen? You know, noticing, noticing those really perfect little moments that are unexplainable. Watch for that. That's that's my uh, recommend. <laughs> Beautiful, and it connects us all together. Like you said, we started this thing off. We're family. We're connected, and it helps us get through, get through the hard times, the good times, and you know that we're all here for something so much more than something so much greater than we're here to be the best version of ourselves and to help others and to cherish it together. Indeed, yay! Thank you for having this little nest this podcast this place to come and be inspiring you're awesome thank you thank you no thank you too i'm so so <laughs> grateful i'm honored and this has been so beautiful and i can't wait to visit you both soon we're coming <laughs> and for those of us who are not members please make sure you join bumbmt.com and follow us, B-U-M-B-M-T. And where can they find you, Patrick and Oceana? Well, our, ours is pretty simple. Our website is celebratelife.today. I mean, when do you want to celebrate life? You want it today. So today. Today. <laughs> Perfect. Well, make sure to put that in the show descriptions. And for those of us who are staying after for the Q&A to our amazing members, don't go away. And for those of us who are joining on Spotify, Apple, or Google, thank you. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you once again, Kat and Oceana. I'm so grateful. And we'll see you soon. All right. See Aloha. You soon. Thanks, yeah. Brooke. Awesome. Bye. Well,